This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 20 minutes away, Adina Gikawala going to join us on the show. Your biggest concern with Rots, Tucker, and what he just said, then I want to play something else for you because I think it's a hell of a question. Mine is his health. My, mine is Deshaun Watson's health. Now, it's not like I've seen enough and he's going to be fine. But I just think we were snake bitten this year where I thought he played a very good game against Tennessee. You know, people are like, he didn't even get to 300. Guys, he was really good in that game against Tennessee. And I know Tennessee wasn't God's gift of football last year, but he played a really good game there. And then he gets hurt. He had a great second half against Baltimore. Baltimore is one of the top teams in the NFL. They could win the Super Bowl this year. He had a great second half against them. Then he got hurt. I think we've been snake-bitten by it. And my concern is his health. I do think they're going to get things worked out. Now, I can't sit here and tell you that he's going to be the greatest ever because of what this, this conference is. And I got people going, guys, you said this at the beginning of the year. Last year, said it the year before. Yeah, guys got hurt over the last couple of years. It, 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 for all intents and purposes, it's going to be another war of attrition. But I can only judge by what I see going into next season. And what I see is still a conference that's littered with good quarterbacks and what looks like good coaches as well. But my concern is going to be Deshaun's health. You know, I, I, I kind of compare him and people are going to bristle at this. I compare him to Russell Wilson in a lot of ways. When Denver got Russell Wilson, they thought they were getting Russell Wilson from years ago, right? Yep. Like they thought they were going to have him let Russ cook and let's see how he operates and, especially now in, in in this second year when he gets a head coach that can deal with him. And then what happened? What was Russell Wilson last year? They basically reined him in. They took a lot of his power away and they said, hey, go to the read, go to the obvious read. And, and, and that's going to be the offense. I hope that's not the case. Like I hope that Deshaun Watson can get back to the Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans days, but we are now very far removed from those days. I mean, it's going to be four years. Yeah. It's just crazy amount of time from when he was really cooking. And you want to talk about from a winning Texans team, when he was actually winning in games that mattered, not just blowouts where he's out, he's allowed to air it out and, you know, you're, you're going to see maybe some garbage time. 
I mean, that's five years. It's been a long time. Think of when, when I went over how long it's been since guys like Drew Brees and, and Aaron Rodgers. And I went down the whole list of guys that were the top 10 quarterbacks, you know, five years ago. The entire league has changed since then. You have a lot of new guys that have that have kind of taken, you know, their their seats on, on those rankings. I wonder what it needs to be this year for Stefanski to be most comfortable and for Deshaun Watson to be most comfortable. Because in the 12 games he's been in Cleveland, he has well, had wild inconsistencies. I think that's going to be one of the questions we ask ourselves this summer is when they get this coaching staff set, when they get a lot of the – after free agency and things like that. Because, I mean, you're mentioning names and other people are mentioning names – Stefan Diggs gets the people going. Um, Mike he, did Evans, have, he did not have a very good uh, well, year. Well, Mike Evans certainly yeah, will get the people going on that. Like there's going to be, and I know Stefan Diggs did not have the great, but he does have a great name. It's going to get people excited. So if you bring in those guys and you still have maybe Amari Cooper or you still you're going to have Elijah Moore, what's that going to do to the excitement? And then that changes to do you try to rein in Deshaun a little bit, or you just got to let this thing fly with him. Like, that's going to be one of the questions we ask ourselves this summer. I got to get to Don and Lorraine. 216-474-0092. Don, hello. Good morning, guys. I am not scared of the Harbaugh brothers, and here's why. Last time those two were in the NFL together, one was NFC, one was AFC. Now there's going to be a certain amount of backbiting going on. They're not going to be kumbaya. Then you're going to have the target factor. You're going to have Harbaugh, the national college champion, and there's going to be a target on his back. And then you're going to have a possible Super Bowl winner with uh, 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 John, and the targets are going to be on their back. I agree with Lima. We must concentrate on winning the division. Ken, I have to go along with you, the health question, because I think the talent question is, is okay. We can We can win, but we were clearly – a better team at home. So we need to have a division win and home playoff games, and that's that's the way I see it coming. Don, I can't disagree with you, and I thank you very much for the call. At least on the the, the, the initial Harbaugh stuff, like I have to question that. But when it comes to everything else, like in the division, if you look at division records here, you know, Pittsburgh makes the playoffs. They were 5-1 and one in the division. So if you take care of the division first, like if we're tra- if we're talking about winning the division, yeah, you're going to have to win a lot more games than just your division. But if you're trying to make the playoffs, yeah, Pittsburgh makes the playoffs because they were so good in the division. And that's a difference there with them. And yeah, I know what happened in week 18, and we can say whether or not the Ravens are still trying. doesn't matter. They were still able to get themselves in the postseason because of that. And it's still going to look better, and it keeps everybody calmed down if you're still able to make the playoffs there. Ross Tucker, he was on with Afternoon Drive yesterday, and we've been – grinding our fists about Bill Callahan and his future, especially with Brian Callahan. Good in the Tex or the Titans job. He threw out a hell of an idea when it comes to the Cleveland Browns and Bill Callahan and the Titans and everybody. Listen to this. I think that'd be tough for the Browns to try to hold him there against his will. What I think is interesting though, is like if you can trade a head coach, 
can you trade no line coach? Like, if Callahan's under contract for next year, can the Browns say, like, listen, we don't want to lose this guy. Our offensive line is one of our best things on our team. We made the playoffs with our fourth and fifth offensive tackle. We get the idea he wants to coach with his son. Totally got it. But, like, he's under contract. We're not going to give him up. That would be amazing. I think I just invented this. This should be the first time in NFL history an offensive line coach gets traded. I just decided. Do we get, like, a tight ends coach to be named later? No, a draft pick. If these head coaches go for a first-round pick or two first-round picks, then why can't an offensive line coach go for a six-round pick? What would you accept for Bill Callahan? I've never, I didn't know a coordinator could be traded. I was driving, I went, whoa! I don't even think if Ross Tucker knew, to be honest. After listening to that, kind of seemed like he didn't know either. The owners have traded before. Once, but it has happened. What a coordinator! No, the owners—they've traded teams. So I mean, it's oh, happened before. Yeah, yeah. It, this is this has gone on in the NFL. We've obviously have traded coaches in the yeah. NFL. Here you are with Bill Callahan. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Nick said he wouldn't accept a first round pick for Bill Callahan. I went, okay, you need to dial it back there, bud. Wouldn't but accept a first. He wouldn't accept a first round pick for Bill Callahan. Like, yeah, I mean, he's he's sixty seven years old. What is the prime of a what's offensive? The Offensive line coach. How long did Sarnecchia go? Uh, in the about 70s? 30 years. Yeah, he was in, yeah. So what, he's still in his prime. What is the lowest you'd take for Bill Callahan? Because as I'm driving in yesterday, I'm thinking, all right, first or second, or first round, like you get five years of control over that guy. You got to do it. Obviously, that's not even a conversation. Second round pick, that's a starter. Third oh, I, round yeah, pick, that's a starter. You would take a third. Fourth round pick, I mean, he could be a starter, but you're probably putting him as a backup. I'm thinking linebacker territory there. And then fifth, sixth, and seven, I go, Bill Callahan. What would Jedrick Wills be without Bill Callahan? <sighs> okay, maybe I wouldn't do it. Yeah, you get maybe nervous. Maybe I wouldn't do a fourth. Maybe it would be, I, I can't believe we're doing this over an offensive line coach. First through third, you'd obviously do it. Fourth, questionable. Fifth, sixth, or seventh, I don't think I'd do it. Well, let's start out by 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 talking about his true value on this team because everybody who has been around this team, who have been let in the doors of this team, they have talked about how valuable, how extremely valuable Bill Callahan is. So I, I got a little perturbed when a video that our station put out there regarding our discussion on Bill Callahan and what it would be like to lose him and how big of a blow that would be. And a lot of people... We're tweeting us saying, guys, offensive line coach. Well, Ross Tucker came on yesterday and said, the offensive line coaches in this league get paid more than any other position mm-hmm. coach. Like any- he said Bill Callen can be making two million bucks a year. Yes, yes, and that's, he brought by the way, that up. With Baldinger and with Ross Tucker, mm-hmm. and we should bring on Greco here at some point here. We, we, we had to bump him this week because everything going on. You got two offensive line guys who are saying how important Bill Callahan is in this league. And how he's a top three offensive line coach and how important it is. So we can't just poo-poo it just because he might be going with his son. Yeah, so obviously there is an enormous amount of value to him. You Basically every guy in that building, not just offensive linemen, they all talk about how important he is to not only the offensive line, but the run game. The run game and just just everything, everything this offensive line's been through. And you're going to have more turnover here because... I don't know what their solution is going to be at tackles going into next year. I think there are big, big unanswered questions there. I kind of like Callahan to be there. I'd kind of like Callahan to be there to to usher them into this next era because Batonio, I mean, God, that guy, 
that guy, he put it all out there yeah. last year, and you saw him at the Cleveland Sports Awards, and he was wearing the walking boot. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer for Joel Batonio. Oh, so that's that's another you're year that's by another year. position. You're year by year. When when you're being asked what your future is, you're a year by year guy. He says he's coming back next year. I'll take him at his word, but I'll take next year. And as it very well could be the last. And furthermore, looking at their draft selections this year, they are going offensive line. How many of those? How many of those picks? In the in just the top to, end, or are you talking about Browns? The Browns, like I, I'd like to think that Bill Callahan is going to be there in the film room, helping them out, right? Center in guard, the draft, center guard is there. You know, you got Dewan Jones uh, with the other tackle position. I, yeah, if I say the name Jedrick Wills and I put anything there for his future, people are going to laugh in my face. So you have that there, Jack Conklin. I mean, how long are you going to have him? He was hurt week one last year. I hate to say it, but you. I think, you're on bar- back, I think you're on borrowed time. Yeah, you're on borrowed time with him. So now your offensive Wyatt, line. Wyatt Teller is going to be 30 this year. What would you? So what so would you say I, yes to? What I would am, you trade him for? If 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 you I, could trade, if I can hold on to him, I'm holding on to him unless somebody offered a a, a, a third. A third is huge. A third is huge. They need to they need to recoup some draft capital. So I I would say a third. But if we're talking fourth, fifth, I'd say get out of here. I'm keeping Bill Because I could always take a guy like Austin Corbett and have trouble starting off with him. Now, I know his, his career has been okay, yeah. but you could take a guy like Austin Corbett in the second round, and then all of a sudden you're left holding holding the bag on all this stuff. So it's not as easy as I can make it out to be. Amanda and Westlake, hello. Hi, good morning, guys. Good morning, Amanda. Go ahead. I don't think you would trade it. Like, I keep him. I mean, what he did this season with the players that he had and just over the past couple seasons with Wyatt Teller and Joe Petonio and Devontae Jones, like, you don't get rid of this guy. Like, you keep him at all costs. In fact, yesterday on the show they were even saying, like, would you trade Stefanski? Like, do you want to keep him over Stefanski? And one of the guys was like, uh, maybe. He is essential to the success of our offense. I don't, think, lose that man. I don't think he's more important than Stefanski. I, I will say that. I, I think he's up there. I do think he's up there. He might be, for all we know, he could be the second or third most important coach we have. I mean, Jim Schwartz has done a terrific job, and we can only go by what we see. So I would say Correct. he's probably right. the second or third most important coach. And Amanda, I got to run. Thank you very much for the call. I think everybody has a price. So if it, it was the first round, obviously I'd say yes, I think Nick was nuts. Second round, yes, I think Nick is still nuts. Third round, I, th- I think we're starting to think about it by then. Fourth round, I mean, you say you wouldn't consider a fourth round. I would maybe still get a fourth round just because he's 67, and if he wanted to go coach with his son, fine. Let's all make something like this work. But I would like some compensation back if that were even possible. I don't even know if there's rules against it when it comes to positional coaches. I imagine the NFL wouldn't necessarily want that to go down, but you have yeah. traded for coaches before. But needless to Head say, coaches, but needless to say, this shows you where we are on Bill Callahan. Yeah. And people, I just got a text. I guess Breer says he makes uh, three million dollars. Three million. I mean, it's it's insane because what did he make when he was the head coach of the Raiders? It was back probably in the less day. than that because less, less than that back in the day. Yeah. So, and I remember him when he was helping out the offense in you know, with the Jets. Those years he went back to back AFC Championship games. They said how valuable he was. So this is this is a guy that has a big time, big time uh, reputation around the league, and it's why. There's no way if I'm on the flip side of this, if I'm Brian Callahan, it's not just having your dad. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a nice, that's nice. Just ask, you know, Jim Harbaugh how important it was to have his dad living next door to him and and being a part of everything they were doing at Michigan, even though he wasn't technically on the staff. Kenny, there's no way if I'm Brian Callahan, I am going to get my maybe one shot to be a head coach in this league, yeah. and I'm not having my dad with me. At 8 o'clock, 
Jim Harbaugh is three and five against Ohio State. Yes, I have to say that, and the reason is not to troll you. There is a very specific reason, and that's coming up at eight. Up next, would Aditi take a pick for Bill Callahan? If she would, how high? Aditi Kinkabwala, CBS Sports, joins us next on the fan. How important on the on the pecking order of the Browns? How important is Bill Callahan? Who's more important? Is it Kevin Stefanski or Bill Callahan? Well, no. St- Stefanski is is the most okay. important. Let's not, is get, it Jim let's not get crazy. Is it Jim? Sh- well, they yesterday yesterday on my afternoon drive got pretty nuts there, Tone, because oh. they were saying some wild stuff, and I had to text Keith when I parked, and I go, "Why aren't you ripping both of them? This is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hearing crazy stuff right now." So Kevin Stefanski's number one. Jim Schwartz, Jim Schwartz, and Bill Callahan. <laughs> I guess maybe he's not that important. <laughs> the Chris Collinsworth. You don't, you don't mispronounce Callahan. Yeah. Jim Schwartz or Bill Callahan? What yeah, you got? I'd say Schwartz and then Callahan. Okay, then but, Callahan. But man, do, I think both those guys. I mean, we have a very interesting coaching staff where I don't know if it's it's necessarily to that level in other rooms like it is here in Cleveland. Let's bring in Aditi Kinkabala. She joins us from CBS Sports. She's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. How important is Bill Callahan? Aditi, good morning. Vital. Good morning. Uh, This is why the Browns are not going to let him just go and say, oh, you want to coach with your son? Wonderful. Go coach with your son. This is why in the city of Pittsburgh, people are still begging to bring back Mike Munchak. A great O-line coach makes all the difference. Boy, does it? Why? Why can't we develop new good offensive line coaches? I mean, he is sixty-seven well, that, years that old. Munchak. Too. Okay, that that yeah. is true. That is possible. And yes, part of coaching is developing coaches. Yes, I'll give you that. But when you can have the original, why go for the knockoff? Yeah, that's true. I'm just like, man, like we always bring up Dante Scarnecchia. Well, Dante Scarnecchia was a very old man by the time he retired and, and Munchak 63. And I go, where's the next generation of great offensive line coaches? We need them. Um, so what would you I think ask? Because you know what? I'll tell you, I'll tell you something right here. Hmm. I think it's because coaching has changed. The, the profession of coaching has changed so much that the people that are getting opportunities to advance, to become coordinators, to become head coaches, they're coming up through the quarterback tree. So I think it's becoming less desirable to coach other positions, no matter how valuable or wonderful they are. Like special teams, for instance. But anyway, I digress. No, that's a great thing. You think about that, because John Harbaugh got hired as a special teams coordinator, and we're like, oh, this is the new trend. And nope, it's basically John Harbaugh. That's it. one other thing about this. No, I wrote a big piece about that. Actually, since you're bringing that up, I wrote a big piece about that on CBSSports.com last week. And I talked to John Harbaugh. I talked to Bill Cower, who also started as a special teams coach. You know, Dick Vermeil did. Dennis Green did. Um, and I talked to two special teams coordinators currently in the league, one who's interviewed for multiple jobs and one who had to take over, Chris Tabor. And you want, I'd encourage you, just if you're interested in football at large, I feel like I make a strong argument, and it is, it's a little bit of an insult that John Harbaugh showed how specially trained, how specifically trained these guys are to be head coaches and who's gotten a shot in the last 15 years. Joe Judge, that's it. I'm going to share that after the interview. Thank you very much for bringing that up, Aditi. Go well, right thank on. Thank you. Yes, yeah, just go one, ahead, other, back to where one, you were going. one other thought, Aditi. I mean, this is a cutthroat world, the NFL, but there are certain professional courtesies that are. Ex- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey extended uh that that you see team to team allow other teams to talk to certain guys. And in this case, it's a father-son issue. Um, but at the same time, it's another team in the AFC. So you just said the Browns aren't just going to simply let him walk out the door because he's that valuable to them. But where does the courtesy, the common courtesy of being in NFL circles, where does that extend? You know what? I'm not in the business of telling NFL owners how to do their jobs, so I can't speak to that piece of it, but I will tell you that in my mind, if I had a bazillion dollars and I owned a team, I would think that that's one of those things that are super, super, super special. And yeah, you don't let someone walk. You hope there's some (coughs) means of making it work in a good way because you obviously have to think about your team first, but that is one of those really cool things. And if there's a way to make that happen, you would like to think that just on a personal level, it could happen because to your point, we don't know how much longer Bill Callahan is coaching. And we saw this a few years ago with Dean Pease and Mike Vrabel and Dean Pease's son. Dean Pease had retired from the Ravens, was seemingly sitting. And then all of a sudden Mike Vrabel was hiring Dean Pease's son and said, you know, what about the chance to get to come and coach with him? And I remember Dean Pease telling me, you know, I was, I was ready to be done. I was ready to retire, but the chance to coach with your son, that's something. Boy, that brings up a reoccurring question we've had on this show about Dean Pease, but we'll do that after Aditi uh, leaves us today. Aditi Kinkabala. I missed that inside joke. I'll text so. you about it later. Yeah, we'll Go just ahead, text Tone. you. Go it's ahead. not not fit for somebody Sorry, guys, of your didn't stature. Mean to step into it. <laughs> so, well, quite literally, you're stepping into it uh, when you bring that up. Aditi oh, Kinkabala joins us. This is a very, very sophisticated show, Aditi, as you know. So the Brown season. Ends, and this show is in agreement that this Brown season is a success with what they overcame. But yet we get people telling us we should have expected more, that you can't say a season that ends in a blowout playoff loss is a success. What say you, Aditi? You followed this team. You covered this team. I completely disagree. I think you lose your all-pro right tackle week one. You lose your superstar running back, who's arguably your best player, week two. You have a quarterback, a $230 million quarterback, who is in and out and healthy, finally seems to have caught his stride and is done for the season. You put, what, a dozen meaningful guys on IR. You start five different players at quarterback. You have Alex Van Pelt ready five different quarterbacks to start, including one 38-year-old who'd spent the entire season sitting on the couch. 
you put together these dynamic, exciting games. You give your fans. You know, I, it's funny. I had a conversation with someone who works for the Browns about how certain people are snookered into this idea that you need to pass more to sell seats. And this person said back to me, we don't have any more seats to sell. The excitement, the thrill, the ride, all of that. Yes, 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 that is a success. And what felt like a great foundation had been laid. And, of course, now we'll see, you know, what all these changes mean. Aditi, uh, well, it brings up another question. You just mentioned Deshaun Watson. Uh, I, I gave my answer earlier. I'm not going to tell you yet. Aditi Kinkawala joining us here on the show. What what concerns you more going into 2024? Deshaun Watson and his talent or his health? I mean, I, I think the health things are sort of one-offs. I'm not, you know, I've never liked this idea of calling anybody injury prone. So I, I won't do that. I think from everything I've been told, there's nothing insurmountable to overcome or there's nothing this fear that will he be the same player. Um, so I I'm, don't feel that. And then the talent piece, we've seen. Go ahead. Well, you I, go ahead. I, well, I agreed with you. I'll just tell you right now, Didi. I, I totally agree with you and what you had said right before. I'm, I'm thinking, boy, he was really great against Tennessee. And he gets hurt. And he was really great in the second half against Baltimore. I mean, let him from behind. They win. It's We're feeling great. And he's hurt. And he's hurt for the rest of the year. And I'm going, I think there's something there now. I'm j- I don't think it got the chance to blossom. And I'm going, I, I think that his talent is maybe on its way back in there. And maybe I'll look like an idiot next year. I don't know. But I'm, I, if, I, if I'm worried about anything, it, it would be his health. Well, that's a long, long, long time to sit, to your mm-hmm. point. So it, there is that piece of it. Yes, you, and now it'll, again, be a long time to sit off of injury. But, you know, this is an organization that believes in his talent. Um, they weren't the only ones, obviously, because he had suitors, more suitors, by the way, than Lamar Jackson did. And um, so you have to think that that's there. And they are changing up their offense to some degree or inserting new offensive minds. So you, you know, although he certainly looked very good the last time we saw him in the offense that was being run and what was being done. So I don't, um, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a wait and see. I'm not giving you a definitive answer, but I don't know that there's a definitive answer right there. You don't have there. to. There's no laws here. There are no rules here. I mean, you know, it's I free. mean, it, it, it is what it is, right? Yeah. He is the quarterback that will be the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns going forward. They are financially tied to him for sure. He's the one that they believe in. Yeah. So it's almost okay. What's the way to get the most and best out of him? All right, Aditi, the big news yesterday that uh, shook up the NFL and obviously the AFC and also college football, Jim Harbaugh moving on uh, to the pros. Uh, This just seems like another kind of impediment in the AFC for all the teams. Uh, Is is that something that the rest of the AFC should be on notice that now Justin Herbert has his head coach? Sure, except that that's a team that is an absolute cap hell and has – not a lot of, you know, I had the Chargers a couple times this year. You've got a guy in Keenan Allen who had a tremendous year, but of course is getting older and counts for a lot against the cap. You have a guy in Khalil Mack who had a tremendous year, uh, but of course is getting older, counts a lot against the cap. And then you have two guys in Mike Williams and Bosa who couldn't give you much and count a lot against the cap. And so you're going to need someone very smart to manage all of that. That's a team that also needs some depth. 
Uh, it needs a defense that has to be completely redone structurally, schematically, all of that. So, yes, but th this is sort of you expected the Texans to be better. I don't know you expected them to be this much better. We expect the Chargers to be better. I don't know how much better they'll be, but this is the nature of the game, right? One more team to worry about. Isn't that what the NFL is each year? <laughs> There's someone that comes out in some way and someone that disappoints in some way. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it always seems to be that way. And uh, I had people getting in going, well, you know, you, are you going to sit there and, and make a big deal about these quarterbacks again this year when they got hurt again? I go, yeah, I can only go by surface. I mean, I have to say that Aaron Rodgers is good until I think he isn't anymore. I have to say that all these guys are going to be good until I, I really believe they're not anymore. So I have to, especially in the AFC, Didi, I have to respect everybody. Well, I'll tell you this as a CBS person. I even though the NFC is the one with the big cities and allegedly the big markets, I loved when the AFC was exclusively to CBS because, mm -hmm. yeah, I love AFC football. And I, that's where the star power is I got 30, in my mind. I got 30 seconds. Let okay. me ask you this. The Browns are hosting the AFC championship game in this world, right? Go, go with me on this. You're, okay. You are a sweet holder at Cleveland Browns Stadium. You find out Taylor Swift and her family and the Kelseys all want to go to your suite and use your suite. You got to be booted. They get the suite. What do you ask in return? Oh, you got to be booted? You don't get to hang out? You don't get to hang out. They, they get the suite. The Kelseys all get it. It's a Chiefs-Browns game in Cleveland. AFC Championship game, Super Bowl 59 on the line. What do you take it in return? Or are you not giving it up? I mean, wouldn't you ask for, like, Taylor Swift tickets in return, a, ta a suite at a Taylor Swift concert in return? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're playing hardball. Meet and greet. Yeah, it feels like it would be really uh, – it would be really hard to say, oh, give me X amount of money. I get that she's a billionaire, so you mm -hmm. could. But I feel like the classier thing would do be like, okay, let's – Let's do an equal exchange when Taylor Swift is playing stateside or playing someplace else or fly me to Japan when she's playing in Japan, something like that. Ooh. Can I tell a really quick Kelsey brother story just because they're from Cleveland Heights? Hell yeah. Go ahead. So, the very, so I knew Jason first, obviously, because I spent a lot of time covering the Eagles. And I didn't meet Travis until about 2018. And the Chiefs had come to play in Pittsburgh. This is when I was at my last job where we did post-game interviews that were second to the broadcast. So he was my interview. And I walk right up to him and I said, hi, Jason, I'm Aditi. And then I go, oh, no, I mean, Travis, I'm so sorry. And he goes, no, no big deal. And I said, no, that's so embarrassing. I really apologize. And he looks at me and he says, no, it's a compliment. It's totally okay. All the way then, like everything you see about how much these brothers love each other. And I just interviewed Travis postgame because I did the Westwood One thing. I'm the one that told him his brother was shirtless in the stands. He, la he looks at me like I'm crazy. He starts laughing. He says nothing that his brother does surprises him. And then he says to me, I love that guy so much. I mean, that is sibling love. The fact that Travis Kelsey wears 87 because 87 is the year Jason Kelsey was born. I just can that's nice. Lima, I hope that our kids grow up to be just as good siblings as the Kelsey brothers are to each other. Yeah, but what's the fun in that? <laughs> I need to be entertained as a father. I'm so. sure they 
they fought. I'm sure they fought. And, I mean, it's not like Jason was worried about making a nice impression for his little brother's girlfriend the first time we met. How about that? That's the first time he met Taylor Swift. And he's chugging beers and being shirtless in the stands. Listen, you are who you are. And and if they get married, you you know this, you marry the family. That's the way it goes. Aditi, I'm going to share that that article. I thank you so much for the time. Wonderful as always. You take care. All right, awesome. Thanks so much, Ken. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Aditi Kankabwala, CBS Sports on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We got Mary Kay at 820. I got a very interesting Jim Harbaugh point I have to make at 8 o'clock, plus an observation that Lima had. Coming up next, I got to ask you that importance. Aditi's like, yeah, he's he's extremely important here. I mean, is this something we need to fight for with the Cleveland Browns when it comes to Bill Callahan? And I got people here, Tone, who are telling me that, nope, Kevin Stefanski is not the most important piece. A coach of the year leader for this year not the most important piece. Next on the fan. Diddy Kinkabwala with us just a moment ago. Hear that, 923thefan.com. It's going up right now. Also, 923thefan.com on the homepage, the latest edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Make sure you listen to that because it's a big, big deal. Daryl Ryder and Andy Baskin, fabulous stuff with them. You're going to want to listen to it. You're going to want to hear it. It's sponsored locally by Smiley One and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's Premier Heating and Cooling Solutions. So Aditi was just with us. The importance of Bill Callahan. Like, there are people. Like, there are people who say Nick and Dustin are right, or at least Nick was, and not me, not you. Oh, yeah, he's he's more important than Kevin Stefanski. Now, I know that there are there are coaches they delegate, and, and yeah, like you look over in Philadelphia, there's a lot of people going, well, it seemed that that was Jonathan Gannon and Shane Steichen, and what do you actually do here, buddy boy? But with the Browns, how, do we know how much of a uh, how much of a say Kevin Stefanski had in hiring in these assistants and firing these assistants? I don't know that that's been, and this is maybe this is the way the Browns have wanted it all this time. Uh, normally, in in certain front offices, we get good news on this stuff with with reporters close. I don't think we've gotten a a, a handle on the hierarchy mm-hmm. and how these decisions are made in Berea. Do I want to make a big deal against Kevin Stefanski because guys want to work with him because he, he's hired well or they have no, hired well would, and they have a good assistant staff? I don't understand that why, at all. Why, why would, would I hold – yeah, exactly. Why would I want to hold it against Kevin Stefanski for having a good staff? That's my issue. Like, I think there's people who get in and they, they well, Kevin Stefanski can't do this or that, and they get upset, and he's the head coach. So he deals with the slings and arrows of what comes with being a head coach. That part of that is fair. But when it comes to the importance of it, I don't know. Bill Callahan, he could work for anybody. I don't think they just threw money at him and that was it. If he just thought Kevin Stefanski was a goofball and didn't want to be there, he wouldn't be there. We, we've seen organizations, we've been one of those organizations where if you have a choice, I'm not going to just go to you for money. Bill Callahan certainly had a choice. So that's why I like sometimes I, I start to... I start to really slow down when we start to talk about this because I'm like, got to be careful about what you're saying here, man. He's the head coach of the football team. He's a coach of the year candidate. I don't know if he's going to win it. I still think D'Amico Ryans is going to win it in a lot of ways, but I think he's right there for it. I know, don't hate me for it, but I think it's. I think they're probably going to vote for D'Amico Ryans. Really? Yeah, I do. I do. Everybody loves him. He's done a good job. That team got to the divisional round. And remind people, the voting was done before the playoff game. So the playoff game is not going to factor in at was all. It? Yeah. Oh yeah. All these are regular season awards. All right. Maybe by the end of that, then I got to make sure because then maybe it was. Maybe it's going to be Kevin. Yeah, I thought Kevin was going to win it, just like I, 
Miles, well, Miles, and we haven't even talked about okay, him. Okay, well, if he's a two-time coach of the year winner, I, I'm really going to say he's the third most important coach with the Cleveland Browns. Because before, people were more than willing to say Jim Schwartz was. I think the people saying that it is a it's a convenient way to get out of giving him credit for what he just did. Because imagine yeah. if all year you were the guys calling up in that bizarro show I'll never forget, the Monday after the San Francisco game, where people were calling up saying how bad Stefanski was. And I lost it. Um, I think those people, instead of admitting they were wrong and instead of admitting that Stefanski's been really good for the Browns, they just go, well, well, yeah, you know, Stefanski's important, but, you know, he's behind Schwartz and Callahan. It's an easy dodge of of having to face well, the facts that you were wrong on we, whether or not he's a good coach. Do you believe he is the number one? Yes. Okay. Yes. 216-474-0092. I won't shout you down. I need to know why he's not the most important coach. On this team, because I'm, I'm assuming if Bill Callahan were 100% the most important coach, like, why not just make him a head coach again? He's 67. There's other coaches. Now, that's that's old to some of us, but 67, that's that's a head. And he started here when he was 63. So if he's 63 yeah. and he's that important, why didn't he get a head coaching look? Because he's been a head coach before. Well, we, we see other quote-unquote retreads out there. I, he is a very good coach, but if he were that, that sounds bad. He's a very good coach. Well, why hasn't anybody offered him a head coaching job? Why hadn't that happened? Well, Jim I mean, Schwartz, we talked about him. The, the same thing. Schwartz of, didn't even sniff an interview. Of you were right on jobs. that. Yeah, I, I thought I would you be. You should champions pose that. I don't want a champion. The guy pose who was the best defensive coordinator all year in the NFL okay, with his resume did not even sniff. Champion pose. Champion pose. I know the league, guys. By the way, are you excited? No, the are you excited about Peter seeing King calls me? What? Are you are you excited about seeing Jim Schwartz and the Browns go up against Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers next yep, year? I am. I'm very excited. You, you remember it. what happened the last time those guys brushed elbows? Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. That is going to be a right. great storyline for that game. Well, he's a defensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns. I don't, that's another thing that Kevin Stefanski has to stop him from. You remember the, the viral video of Marty Schottenheimer and Bill Cowher? Billy, step out yep. of there. I'll take care of this. Now, I don't think he's calling him Jimmy. I don't think Kevin's calling him that. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's not necessarily his responsibility. 216-44092. Okay, fine. If you don't think Kevin Stefanski is the most important cog in the wheel of the coaches, not the players, but the coaches, if you don't think he's the most important, then why? Two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. And speaking of Jim Harbaugh, what you just said, guys, he's three and five against Ohio State. I'm not saying that to troll you. You have to say he's three and five against Ohio State because if you don't, then you have to admit something else that I don't think you're going to want to. Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima, live on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.